On this week's episode of Brave and Boss the Podcast, I'm talking all about why it's necessary sometimes to run a sale. We're going to dig into all the details around discounting and all those negative perceptions that are out there and talk a little bit about situations in which you may need to run a sale in your business. So let's dig in. Welcome to Brave and Boss, a podcast for the purpose-driven founder who wants to grow their e-commerce business. I'm your host, Christy Sumer. I'm the CEO and founder of the Ethical Fashion Line Encircled, a conscious business coach and passionate about helping you break through your limits and build a brand that matters. Let's do this. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to the podcast after a little bit of a delay. I was actually on vacation and prepping for vacation, so I was super, super busy. So I apologize for being a little MIA on the episodes, but I will be catching up now with this episode called Five Reasons It's Necessary to Run a Sale. So this episode was inspired by Derek Halpern. I'm not sure if you're familiar with him, but he runs something called socialtriggers.com. And he has this video that I will link to in the show notes. Uh, about why you should never discount. Now, I don't know Derek Halpern, but I also know that he has pretty much never run a product-based business. So what he's suggesting and what he talks about in his video is about JCPenney. And he gives the example of JCPenney. If you guys are not from the States, uh, you may not be familiar with the brand, but it was a retailer who um, at one time did a lot of sales, like a lot of promotions on promotions and basically trained their customer to shop on deal. And what happened was, I believe it was like the former, somebody who worked for Apple really high up came in to um, JCPenney and basically said, no, no more discounting. We're not doing that anymore. And their sales just tanked. So he uses that as an example and then talks about how you shouldn't discount because discounting is a drug and you should instead offer a free item or something of value. However, from my perspective, doing this is just the same as offering a discount because if you're offering a free item, I mean, perceivably, it's not a discount. It's something free. However, there is a huge cost to that. Um, and especially since I know a lot of my audience listening to this episode, you guys are really into the social purpose businesses. So your cost of goods sold is really high. So offering a free item, while I think it's totally cool and makes sense in a lot of aspects, it is an on cost. Like for example, um, at my business encircled my ethical fashion line to offer like a free hair scrunchie, for example, um, the cost on that, I think is at least six or six to eight dollars, something like that, the cost. So that's adding in not only the hard cost, but then the physical costs of lost opportunity cost of lost full price revenue of that item. So I think this strategy works really well when you're a virtual business and you're selling e-info products, but I have a much different perspective on discounting that I'm going to share with you today. So let's talk about the five reasons why it's sometimes necessary to run a sale. So the first reason is you've made too much. So if you've ever been onto lululemons.com's website, they have a section called, uh, I think it's called we've made too much. Now that's their quote unquote sale section. If you know Lululemon well, you'll know that they never go on sale, but that is their sale. So their sale is always that section. And basically they made too much product. Um, they 
put down a bet on something that it would be more popular than it was. And you just have too much. And when that happens in a product-based business, yes, you can try and um, find alternate channels to promote it, but sometimes you make a product and it's not a good product or it's not a fit with your audience. So in that case, I think discounting does make sense. Running a flash sale or having a percentage discount or doing a bundle with another product can help me move a lot of what I would call stale inventory. And when I worked back in consumer packaged goods, we had something called a slob meeting. And basically what that stands for is slow moving obsolete. So kind of the same thing, inventory that's not moving and it's becoming obsolete for for whatever reason, specifically in consumer packaged goods, that term um, typically refers to stuff that's coming close to expiry. Uh, Whereas like many of you, if you're running like a clothing or jewelry business, you won't have that constraint, but maybe it's just you're carrying too much stuff. So that's the other one. Uh, The other second reason is you need money. Let's say your cash flow is super crunched and you have way too much inventory for maybe making too much or some other reason and you need the money, then yes, you can run a sale. It is okay to run a sale. You are not training your customers to buy on discount by running several sales per year. Yes, you don't want to run a sale every single week and even maybe every month is a lot, but doing it every now and then again is totally fine. So the third thing I would say is you are trying to move something that did not work out. So let's say you made a product and it had some sort of flaw. So for example, you made a pair of pants and they came out too short. So they're not a pair of pants, they're a pair of crops. So running a sale on that and discounting that is totally acceptable as well. Because otherwise that product would be completely wasteful and you would end up landfilling it or doing something else to it or donating it. So you can discount when you have a product that doesn't turn out just as as is expected. We run samples and second sales all the time. And generally that product is stuff that doesn't meet our quality control standards. Is it really awful and ready to be donated? No, it's not. It's really high quality, but maybe there's something that's a little bit off and we hold ourselves at Encircle to really high quality standards. We don't want even a thread out of place. It's really important to us for our price point. So that ends up in our samples and second sale. So that is totally acceptable as well to run a discount on a dead product. Another example of where it's totally necessary to run a sale is there's a trend for sales i.e. Black Friday. You guys have heard me talk about this a lot, that that idea of opting out of Black Friday, though it seems to make sense and it's very you know, counterculture and it's really cool and trendy right now. It's also a great opportunity to sell merchandise because everybody else is talking about it. All consumers are expecting a sale. So when there's an expectation, you're moving with that momentum and you're hopping onto the bandwagon, yes, but you're also creating more awareness for your brand which we hope is selling more socially conscious goods. So you can create more awareness. So it's a lose if you don't participate in that. The last and fifth reason why you would need to run a sale is really you have, it's the end of seasons for items. So if you are a clothing retailer or even some jewelry, or maybe you have um, other seasonal goods, you know, at the end of the season, you need to move this stuff out. Otherwise it's going to become stale and just sit in your inventory. And then you're going to be carrying that until the next year or infinity and beyond, who knows? Um, and we hope not, but I've been pretty lucky with my business that a lot of our stuff is good year round. There are a few exceptions and nothing is worse than carrying hundreds and hundreds of pieces of long sleeves throughout the year when they're not moving and you're stuck with that. Cause that's a lot of money tied up into resources that you can't use to pay your suppliers. You can't use it to 
um, work with influencers. You can't make more inventory. So it is necessary. So what I'm saying here basically with these top five reasons is that sometimes you just have to run a sale in a product-based business and that's totally okay. I think the challenge comes in when you're constantly promoting. So if you subscribe to emails from Old Navy or The Gap, I mean, they're coming out with a different discount almost twice a week. And it's usually the same kind of discount as 30, 40% off. So they've definitely done a really good job of training people to buy on discount. And you don't want to create that kind of brand, but you also want to reward your customers sometimes too. You know, if you have really loyal customers who've been with you a long time, offering them a buyback discount or a discount over a certain amount of purchase is totally legit as well. We have to get out of the mindset that a discount equals less value. A discount can sometimes be a reward. It can be a treat. It can be something that your customers will engage with and be really excited about and feel grateful for you providing to them. So as long as you're not overusing that sale, then I think it's perfectly fine to do it for your business. So the first things you're going to want to ask yourself is, when am I going to promote and what? How often am I going to promote? And what kind of discount am I going to create? So when talking about um, when you're going to promote and what, now, you, just because you're offering a sale doesn't mean you need to offer a sale on everything. A lot of people think, oh, I got to go like 20% off site-wide. No, you can pick a specific product. You could pick a collection. You could pick a category like tops or bottoms or earrings or rings. You can definitely pick something to focus on. And it's even better if you do that because then the creative you create around it on marketing can be really specific. So for example, you could do a flash sale of gold hoops for one day only and do a discount for a short limited time period. Or maybe you can do you know, 20% off a top when you buy a bottom. There's lots of creative ways to pick that. And in terms of timing of when you do a sale, I mean, it's really up to you what makes sense for your business. A lot of brands, again, like to start promoting stuff that's out of season towards the end of each season. Um, That is getting earlier and earlier, to be honest. Like I remember back in the day when I worked in retail, they would start marking down summer stuff in like end of July. Now I'm starting to see summer markdowns in June. So it's definitely changing quite a bit with the retail landscape changing to more online because it's easier to do that execution online for sure and consumers are expecting it. Um, I also think the retail landscape is just more challenging. So you need to figure out with your marketing calendar and I've done an episode back where I talk about my exact marketing process. You need to slot in these sales um, so that you can space them out so you know when you're promoting. And it's good to have both the macro and the micro view. So you're going to want to have a 12-month view, like a Google Sheet or something really basic like that, where you outline all of your sales so you can see it at a really high level. And then put it into something such as an Asana or Trello, where you can manage it on a week-to-week basis. Now, again, um, I would avoid promoting too often, but you have to determine what's right for your business in that aspect. And again, it doesn't have to be a clear promotion. You could do a gift with purchase or whatever works out for your margins and your sales. Just think about it. Try and think about it with what your ideal customer would resonate with. Um, and the last thing I would say like, is how to promote. So how can you promote these sales? Well, you can definitely promote them on social, but I think a great place to start 
is always to your email list. I talk a lot about building your email list, but it's great to reward them with exclusive sales. And the more you can talk about that, the more you can promote it to your social media followers to get them onto your email list so that they can participate in these exclusive sales. And then you reward your email subscribers with this exclusive sales. So it's like a win-win. This is crucially important because we all know how fickle social platforms are and the landscape there is forever changing and you don't totally own your followers on those platforms are kind of rented. So the more you can get people onto a platform that is uniquely yours, um, the better. So that's my perspective on running a sale. I'd be curious to hear what you guys think about sales. You can tag me in at Brave and Boss on Instagram and let me know what you guys think about sales and running them for your product-based businesses. Do you do them? Do you find them creepy, greasy? Do you love doing them? Do you have a specific formula that works? I'd love to hear anything and everything. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Thank you for listening to Brave and Boss, the podcast. If you want to take your e-commerce brand to the next level, be sure to check out my website at christysumer.com, where you can find all the show notes, free resources, and blog posts and principles to help you grow your online store. You can also follow me at K-R-I-S-T-I-S-O-O-M-E-R on Instagram. Find your purpose, make it happen. I'll talk to you soon.